Have we got the right systems? Could we optimize our processes? Could we speed things up? Could we make things more effective by changing a system, by adding a system, or maybe by taking a system away? Because these systems that we use, they're getting updated all the time too. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market, and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth, and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online success without using the icky, awkward tactics that you have been trying to avoid. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income, and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. Welcome to today's episode, which is all about the tech that you need to get started in your online business. I've got six systems that I'm going to share with you. And uh, what you listeners need to know that as we are recording this episode, I am looking at the smiling faces of a group of VIPs who've booked to join me on this live recording. They are now waving at me and smiling. And I have to say, as a fairly new podcaster, I am very, very happy that they have booked to come and join me on this because I think in business, we have to play to our strengths. And I know that one of my strengths is that I'm much better with an audience than I am without. (laughs) So I have been quite strategic in the fact that I've invited these people to be here with me because I will know that I'll deliver a better episode for you if I feel like I'm serving an audience. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to share these systems that you need to get started in your coaching business and then the audience here with me are going to be able to ask some questions at the end and any poignant questions probably will give me an idea for a future podcast topic so I'm looking forward to seeing what you all come up with so why have I chosen to do a podcast on this well the simple reason is that in my group coaching accelerator one of the most regular questions that I get is How do I overcome the overwhelm that I feel, the stress that I feel, the the temptation to throw my laptop out of my window and into the garden when I have to integrate systems and when I have to think about the tech side of my business? Now, I know when you even say the word integration, that that can bring out all sorts of little, you know, fears and doubts of, oh, the system's not going to work. It's not going to move my data around in the way that it should. It's not going to trigger an email. I'm going to get it wrong. And actually, I come from the angle that, you know, there is no wrong. There's only learning. And the ladies in my group coaching have been so afraid of tech in the past that I've now introduced every four weeks, we have a tech clinic where I bring in a tech expert and allow my ladies to ask as many questions as they need to, to get this fear and overwhelm of systems out of the way. So some of the things that I know that people will be thinking about tech and systems is that you're just not technical enough, that you want to deliver your service, whether you're a coach, a consultant, a virtual assistant, an online business manager, Whatever the service is, the expertise that you bring, you really want to spend most of your time 
delivering that service and not worrying about tech and systems. So you worry that you're just not technical enough to set things up. You worry about the um, the scaling costs of tech, that you're going to grow out of some of the systems. You're going to need the, the bigger, shinier, more bells and whistles version of a system and that those costs are going to scale up out of control And of course, you worry about it going wrong and not being able to fix it and not having an IT or tech support desk within your business. Because most of us are solopreneurs or we might have one or two people around us in our team. But we certainly don't have the IT help desk that I used to have in my corporate career, where if something went wrong, I had a whole team of people that would put on their superhero cape and come and fix it for me. So I know that this is a worry for you. And I'm going to hopefully try to dispel some of the myths, overcome some of the worries, and maybe give you some ideas around systems that you might not have already thought of. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is email platforms. It is important that we all have an email platform. The reason that you need it is because, you know, you really do need to be thinking about creating an email list because you need to own your own data. If your prospects, your leads, maybe even your clients, if all of the data that you have about them is stored within social media or is stored within spreadsheets and you don't have an organized way of looking at your data then business will be difficult in terms of, you know, who you want to communicate with and when they need to be communicated with. So think about having an email platform, not just so that you can market your services, but so that you can see who you have in your different communities, how they got there, how they behave when you send out an email. Do they open it? Do they click? Do they react and respond to the calls to action that you invite them to take. So we all need an email platform. And I would encourage you to think about what would happen in your business if all of a sudden your favorite social media platform went down. If all of a sudden you couldn't get into LinkedIn or Instagram suddenly had a technical hitch and it was offline for a month, would your leads dry up? Would you be able to communicate with your audience? Would you know who your hot leads were? Now, an email platform can help you to manage all of those things. So um, the one that I'm going to recommend that you look at if you don't already have one is a platform called MailerLite. It's very, very simple. It's very cost effective. You can access it for free. It's got a simple drag and drop editor to build emails with. But one of the other reasons that I really like MailerLite and I recommend MailerLite to all of the new coaches that I support is that within MailerLite, you can also very easily build sales pages. So one single page with a single call to action that you can use to attract people opting into your lead magnets, your free resources, to your challenges, to your webinars, your masterclasses, boot camps. Anything that you offer that is free, that acts as a lead magnet, it is very, very simple to build a landing page within MailerLite. It's much quicker than having to get in touch with the person who built your website or have to go in and build your own web page within other platforms like WordPress, Wix, Weebly, whatever site you use as your main website. 
a sales page is a great way of being able to help your audience to navigate a decision that they need to make, which is usually, shall I sign up for Haley's checklist? Shall I sign up to Claire's challenge? Yeah, your audience is making that decision and it's much, much easier for them to make it on one single sales page. So MailerLite is great for that. The other thing that you can do very, very simply within MailerLite is you can capture somebody's data from a sales page and you can instantly trigger an email automation. So for any of you that have signed up for my boot camp, for example, for my challenge, you will have immediately got an email from me to say, wow, congratulations. I'm excited that you're going to be joining me. And that all comes from one platform. Really, really simple. No need for integrations. It all happens within MailerLite. Okay. Um, And just one final point on email. According to a recent survey by the Direct Marketing Association, email marketing generates $42 return on investment for every dollar spent. That is huge in terms of an ROI. So for your efforts at building your email list, you can expect to get a good return on investment. And even when you go up to the paid version of MailerLite, it's still only $10 a month. So it's not going to break the bank when you're starting out. Okay, so that's email platform. The next system that I'm going to recommend that you have within your business is a system to design digital assets. Now, most of us will have heard of Canva. So I'm not going to spend too much time on Canva. Most of us will have heard of Canva.com and will know how quick and simple it is to create slide decks, social media graphics, templates, goal setting checklists, you name it, anything that you need to do, you can easily do that in Canva. And the reason that you need to have something like that in your coaching business is that when you're attracting clients and you're educating them on the transformation that they've come to you for, or you're maybe a virtual assistant and you're trying to support your clients, they might need you to be able to access Canva on their behalf. But one of the biggest reasons is that when you are educating your clients, your audience, having a really simple way that is on brand and looks professional, having a really simple way to build those resources is important. Of course, you could use a Google document. Of course, you could house things, you know, within a Dropbox and do that on a on a Microsoft Word template. But would it look as good? Absolutely not. Would it say what you really want it to say about you, your business and your brand? It wouldn't. So my advice would be to go and register for Canva.com and to take the step to actually pay for it too. Now, when I talked about MailerLite, I said that you could start from free. In Canva, you can also start from free. However, it costs, I think, something like $9 a month to have the pro version. But within that, you get access to so many extra photographs and videos that are not, um, you don't have to have a special license. You don't have to go and ask anybody, can I use these photographs? Simply by having access to Canva Pro, you can access those things. So it really does make things super simple. And one of the great things that Canva's done lately is it's added more functionality around video for you. So if you are looking at video and editing and adding in subtitles and animated, you know, GIFs that you might want to create, you can do all of that 
within Canva. It's absolutely the most amazing tool I think there is right now on the internet as far as apps and software goes. Okay, the third one. I hope I'm not overwhelming you all. (laughs) The third one is a learning platform. So this is especially for coaches and consultants that need to house resources and worksheets and videos and homeworks and to maybe ask questions of your audience to clarify learning and understanding. So a learning platform, you know, could be something that's at the high end of the price range, could be something like Kajabi or Kartra, or it could be at the lower end of the price range. You've got things like Teachable and Thinkific. The one that I recommend is called Member Vault. Again, you could start off on a free version. However, I think they have quite recently changed their pricing. And I think the entry level now is about $30 a month. The reason that I love Member Vault is that, well, firstly, because my clients love it, that means I love it. So as long as they find it easy to navigate and easy to answer the questions, that's good enough for me. But one of the other reasons that I love it is that you have a choice around how you send out the learning content to your audience. You can drip feed the content. You can gamify the content. You can reward people with engagement points. If they answer questions and they close down modules and they close down the lessons, you can reward them with engagement points. And on the back of the engagement points that they win, you can reward them with special offers and gifts you could you could allow them to qualify for a free one to one with you at the end of their group coaching program for example so member vault is so simple to use and um it's been great for us as a growing coaching business in our first year we've started from scratch with member vault and we've now got i wouldn't even like to guess how many resources within member vault but we've got All of our paid programs and all of our free resources are housed in Member Vault. I will, however, let you know, full disclosure, that we are doing a side-by-side trial right now with a system called Zenla. It's brand new. It's in beta. And one of the reasons that we're doing that side-by-side trial is that Zenla will allow in-house videos. So I don't have to house videos on Vimeo or YouTube. I can actually house those videos inside of Zenla. There's a few other things that it will do, but if you're just starting out, you don't need to worry about spending $600, $1,000 on another platform. You just need to take the entry level software that's out there and grow into the bigger, better, shinier version of a learning platform. So start out with something that's cost-effective for you and easy to navigate. Just on the subject of Member Vault, one of the other reasons why I recommend that to new coaches is that you only really need two systems to integrate with Member Vault, and it makes it very simple for this to happen. And those two systems are an email platform, and it integrates really well with MailerLite, and a payment gateway. So you need a way for your clients to pay you, obviously. And Member Vault integrates really well with Stripe or PayPal and it integrates therefore um, with your email platform too. So when somebody joins my group coaching program, for example, 
They go to a sales page, which is housed in MailerLite. They click a button, which takes them to the payment area in Member Vault. They then instantly get inside Member Vault, which then sends a little alert to MailerLite, which sends them a welcome email. And that triggers the onboarding process. And all of that happens within seconds, seconds. And therefore, after all of that's happened, we've got their data stored in all the systems that we need it stored in so that we can really look after that customer from the minute that they choose to invest to the minute that they offboard the program and graduate from it. So we've talked about MailerLite, we've talked about Canva, and we've talked about MemberVault. So that's the first three platforms that I'm going to share with you. The fourth one is you need a call scheduler. You've probably all heard of the one that I'm going to recommend. The one I'm going to recommend to you for starting out is called Calendly. There are a number of other call schedulers out there. Acuity is probably one of the best known, slightly more expensive, slightly more complicated to use. So I'm going to recommend Calendly because of its simplicity and because of its price. You can have free access until the point where you need to move to a paid version, which is um, the trigger for moving to paid is that you just need to have more different types of calls. So you might have a 15-minute call, a 30-minute call, a 60-minute call, um, a pre-group coaching assessment call. There's a number of different calls that we have. But if you're starting out, you really just need that discovery call, that sales call that you want people to book with you. So one of the points that I want to make about Calendly is that it integrates with your diary. So it integrates with your, for example, your Outlook or your Google Calendar. And it also integrates with Zoom. So right now we're recording this podcast live with a Zoom audience. You guys have booked through a MailerLite built sales page. You were sent an email through email um, automation in MailerLite. You were invited to book your date and time through Calendly, which immediately gave you a link to Zoom. And here we are. Me or my team, none of us had to actually do anything for today to happen. It was all automated, all triggered in the right way. It's happened seamlessly. We're here without a hitch. And all of that can be done in some really simple systems. So I just want to like walk you through how simple that really was. I didn't have to say to you, oh, check your diary. Can you do Wednesday at three? You automatically were able to select a slot, arrive here with a Zoom link. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, I think the saying goes. (laughs) So Calendly is my recommendation for a call scheduler. If you were, uh, just before we move on, if you were inviting your ideal client to book a call with you, I'm going to suggest that you think very carefully about your pre-call questions. Because I know when you're starting out, you actually want to have a sales call with everybody. Of course you do. I I remember I did. But as things move forward in your business and as, as you develop and as you become a little bit more time precious, Those call questions, those pre-call questions that you have the option to ask in Calendly become really, really important. And some of the questions that I now ask in my Calendly 
are there to kind of put people off a little bit because you don't want everybody booking into your diary. There are only so many hours in a day and you need those pre-call questions to qualify people in or out of booking a call with you. So you don't really want to allow somebody to book a half an hour discovery call with you if they're not ready to buy into your service for six months. What you really want them to do is book nearer the time. So you want to think about what pre-call questions can I ask my audience to ascertain their readiness, how ready they really are, and whether or not I am the right person for them to book a call with. So you might want to tell them a little bit about your services in the pre-call questions. You might want to have some uh, tick boxes for them to you know, either tick or, or come away from because they decide that they're, they're not for them. You might want to even talk about the price of your services. You might want to say prices start from X so that they can decide whether you are right or not right for them at that particular time. So that's Calendly, a call scheduling system. Very, very easy to integrate with lots of other platforms. Um, our Calendly also integrates with HubSpot and MailerLite. So the minute that somebody books, the data is housed in the correct place. And just on that point, um, anybody in the UK will know that um, you are expected to have a data and a privacy policy within your, within your business. And so it's a good idea to regularly walk through the systems and the data journey that your ideal client goes on when they book a call with you, when they join a program with you, so that when you're writing your data and your privacy policy, you can name the systems clearly that you're using. So that if anybody was to inquire and, and they want to know where is my data housed, you can easily tell them. Okay, I just thought I'd make that make that point. Although I can't speak for anywhere outside of the UK, I am afraid. <laughs> um, Okay, let's move on. I'm going to talk quickly now about a payments gateway. Um, when I first started my business, I did quite a bit of research into payment gateways, not because I wanted to know necessarily about the fees that they would charge me. I wanted to know about the level of trust from the perspective of my ideal client. I wanted to know that if at the bottom of a sales page, they saw a particular style of payment gateway, would that give them the feeling of trust or not? The feedback that I got was that a Stripe embedded table, you know, payment option, that that was trusted the most. And so that's the one I went with. That was the simple reason why I recommend Stripe. Not because they, they charge you the lowest fees, because I don't believe that they do, but because they are trusted by more people. The way that the payment gateway appears when it's embedded on a landing page, it, it gives more of a sense of trust. The one that um, came bottom of the list uh, when I did that research was PayPal, that people felt that if the only payment option that they were given was to pay by PayPal, that that would be something that would put them off. And so, you know, if anybody from PayPal happens to be listening to my podcast, I'm really sorry. This was independent research that I just carried out myself through asking people how they felt when they were when they were paying money. Because 
I, I offer a range of price points in my business, anything from $27 all the way up to $20,000. And so I needed, with a $20,000 price tag, you need it to be trustworthy. You need to know that your audience will trust you if they put their card details into a payment gateway for $20,000. That is a lot of money. Nobody's going to do that without thinking very carefully about where that data is going to go and how that's going to be processed. So think about, think about that trust element when you're choosing your payment gateway. The only other thing I'll say about payment gateways is when you are choosing your other systems, like your learning platform, for example, you can just go to the integrations tab within the platform, do a simple search for which payment gateways they integrate with, and you can make a decision based on the ease of integration, as well as things like fees and trust. Okay, we're nearly there. The last thing I'm going to suggest that you need is an online meeting platform. And the one I'm going to recommend is that we are sat on right now for those VIPs that are here listening to the podcast being recorded live. We are sat on Zoom. Now, I pay quite a lot of money for my Zoom account because I run a lot of webinars. So I have Zoom meeting and I have Zoom webinar. That's quite a few hundred pounds a year. I think it's about 430 pounds a year. But actually, when you when you look at that investment versus the income that I can generate through running professionally run webinars, £430 is not a lot of money in comparison. So think about what you need and why you need it. But Zoom is a trusted platform. It's fairly simple to use. As we're looking at it right now, we are recording. We are transcribing. The transcription can be saved. That transcription can therefore be repurposed into other content. That transcription can be shared and turned into blogs and articles and social media posts. So think about different parts of the platform that you might not necessarily immediately think about, but they do act as very attractive bells and whistles when it comes to buying into a program. So for me, the recording, the transcription, the fact that I can use Zoom whiteboard, Zoom breakout rooms helps me to run really fun and engaging workshops when I'm running workshops with big groups of people. Um, the most people that I've had in a Zoom meeting is 160. And that's when I was running um, a charity quiz and I had everybody broken out into breakout rooms and Zoom handled that really, really well. It's probably me that didn't handle it quite so well, um, but the technology did not let me down, you know, but it was a lot of people to have in one in one Zoom room. So think about your online meeting platform and think about which other systems you want to integrate it with. So as I mentioned earlier, our Zoom is integrated with our Calendly which means every time somebody books a call with me and there's probably in any one week, I would say there's about 15 calls get booked into my diary automatically through Calendly. And those calls are with one-to-one -one coaching clients, with ladies within my group coaching program, personal breakthrough calls, which is our free, you know, our, our sales strategy call, and I have a number of other products that we sell where people get to buy a power hour. And so the minute that they buy that, they book that directly in. So my Zoom and my Calendly integrating together saves me, I would say for about for 15 meetings a week, I would say it probably saves me five hours of admin time. 
from the fact that that um, automation happens without any human intervention whatsoever. So there's six systems for you that I recommend for any coach, consultant or new online service provider. I hope that that's been really, really useful. And I just want to finish up by talking very quickly about some of the most common activities that needs to happen in an online business. So there's four of these and the areas are client attraction and community building. The systems that you need for client attraction and community building are your digital design platform, which is Canva, your learning platform, your email platform. These are things that you absolutely need to have in place if you're going to do effective client attraction and community building. The second area I want to talk about is nurturing relationships. For you to effectively nurture relationships, you need to be able to do things like run group events, boot camps, challenges, you know, and for that, you need an email platform and you need a learning platform. You could house things like that in Facebook. But what about that question that I asked at the beginning? What if Facebook, what if you got 200 people registered onto a challenge and on the day that you were meant to kick off, Facebook went down? Ugh, can't even imagine the stress involved in that. It's not something I want to imagine ever happening. So I would much prefer to have a learning platform and an email platform and to know that if there was ever a problem that I can navigate my way around that through owning my own data. Uh, the third thing that we need to make sure of that we can do, in addition to client attraction and community building, in addition to nurturing relationships, is allowing somebody the space and time to consider whether or not they want to work with you. And some of the things that are involved in client consideration are having really good sales pages, which I've talked about that you can do in your email platform, giving your client, your ideal client, your prospect, the opportunity to book a call with you in a way that's easy. People do not want to jump through burning hoops just to book a call with you. They need it to be simple. They need it to be easy. So an easy call scheduler is absolutely vital. And again, on the subject of easy, when it comes to that consideration resulting in a payment, resulting in an investment, you need a payment gateway that isn't going to fall over, that isn't going to cause any stress on your part or on the ideal client's part. Because when it becomes difficult for us to pay money, we tend to put our credit card away. <laughs> we all know, don't we, how easy it is to buy something on Amazon. You know what to expect. You know it's going to arrive. You know they're going to communicate with you. And actually, we need to be able to mimic that level of service in the way that we present ourselves to our audience. The minute it's not easy, people will say no. So we have to make it easy. And the final one of the four areas that we really need to think about is onboarding and delivery. And this is something that often gets forgotten. We get excited, don't we? When somebody visits the sales page and they check out and they invest in your program, we get really excited. We've just won a client, but it doesn't end there. That's where it starts. Because from there on in, we've got to think about onboarding. We've got to think about that energetic transfer. When somebody invests in your program, they don't want to be sat there wondering, well, what next? What happens next? Like, I've just bought into a group coaching program, but where's my instructions? Where's my email? Where's my welcome? Where's my welcome video? Where's my orientation? 
So we mustn't leave anything to chance. We must always be able to onboard effectively, which is sending that automated thank you, conducting online meetings in a really seamless way that people can trust and rely on, being able to share slides and explain to people at every stage of that journey of working with you what is going to happen next. That is what people expect when they choose to invest in your programs and services. So I hope that this episode has been super useful for you. I've certainly found it useful even thinking through some of these things because you might set up your systems at the start of your business, but my final point is it's always up for review. So I find it really um, really handy sometimes to just sit and reflect on, have we got the right systems? Could we optimize our processes? Could we speed things up? Could we make things more effective by changing a system, by adding a system, or maybe by taking a system away? Because these systems that we use, they're getting updated all the time too. And so we must stay up to date with what functionality they are offering us. So I hope that this has been really useful. If you've got any questions at all, my inbox is open. My DMs on Instagram are open for you. And I will see you again in the next episode. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there.